Arte y Cultura Podcast. Hello everybody, Francisco here. I hope that you are having a good beginning of the year. Although we know that these are still very difficult times, uh, politically, uh, socially, and of course, coronavirus is still here worse than ever. So I hope that you are taking care of yourself and taking care of the others. I wanted to say hello. I wanted to share some thoughts with you. We haven't released a podcast episode in a while. Um, so I'm going to condense all that we've done in the past months and share it with you, with everybody. So a lot of things have been going on since the pandemic began of course changed our lives our lifestyle and at the front changed the way we work at Casa Familiar changed the way we work and we and how we engage with the community and with the people um, some many other things had happened Black Lives Matter movement also shattered the world and our realities and we have no choice other than to stay strong stay resilient and stay healthy as much as we can so please take care of yourself and don't stop the fight for a better world so at the front it was a challenge it was a challenge for us we had to close our doors to the public and uh, we, we were able to work in a different way so we we have done two exhibitions that engage the community in a different way at least different than usual than what is usual for us uh, maybe you heard about it Muros the urban art exhibition by national urban art exhibition in collaboration with IMAC in Tijuana and a reason to survive in San Diego. So um, you're gonna hear more about it in a little bit. And we also have this other exhibition that we actually still have on view, Nativa, um, which is a photography exhibition that we are projecting on the gallery's facade. Also, we still have on view Magnetic Currents, which is an exhibition curated by Armando de la Torre and Teresa Avila. Very beautiful exhibition. And it is still on view until January 15th. So if you would like to see it, please contact us to make an appointment. In this episode, we're going to share a little bit about Muros, the urban art exhibition, a little bit about Nativa, the photography exhibition, some interviews with the participant artists, and later we're going to share what's coming up at the front. We have exciting news to share with you and an open call for artists, so hope you enjoy it. Walls, cross-border urban art. 
This is an exhibition that we created in collaboration with IMAC, the Municipal Institution of Arts and Culture of Tijuana, and A Reason to Survive, a nonprofit arts organization in National City, California. The project started as a response to the pandemic, in which it became very difficult for galleries and organizations to host events and exhibitions because of the CDC restrictions. We wanted to do an outdoor exhibition that could be seen safely by the community without having to go virtual and ask people to connect with artists and their works from their screens. However, the border crossing restrictions made it difficult for this to happen, so each artist ended up working on their own side. We painted a total of five murals in San Isidro and three in Tijuana. We talked to some of the artists participating. Let's hear from Carlos Galindo, also known as Gerber. He's the only one who intervened inside of the gallery. Okay, ¿cómo te iniciaste en el graffiti? Pues sí, principalmente pues la ciudad de Tijuana. Recuerdo cuando iba en la secundaria pues veía tags y dobles en la ciudad y pues todo eso me inspiró a a poder desarrollar un estilo y pues tratar de dominar lo que es el graffiti o el arte urbano también. Había mucho arte urbano en ese tiempo en la ciudad, había mucho movimiento de cuando yo iba en la secundaria que a Camonchi Ove, Chente, Libre, muchos personajes pues que, que ya después tuve la oportunidad ya de conocerlos personalmente, pero fue gracias al, al grupo. Pues haciendo arte urbano, pues una vez hice un mural en, en la universidad y, y sí estaba bastante alto y eso fue una, dentro de lo que es el arte urbano, ¿no? Eso fue una experiencia que no había tenido y y estar hasta arriba en un andamio y todo eso, pues sí, sí, como que da vértigo, ¿no? Fue una de las experiencias más extrañas dentro de lo que es lo legal y pues dentro de lo que es el graffiti, pues en, en Tijuana, pues una infinidad de historias muy locas, ¿no? Desde que te corretean hasta que estás en la cárcel o situaciones de esas. Y al final de cuentas, esas situaciones y todo eso en lo que estuve envuelto son elementos que se pueden apreciar en mi obra actualmente porque pues tomo de ahí ciertos recuerdos y situaciones en los que después lo, ya lo aterrizo en un estilo pictórico de, para galería. And now let's listen to Fifi Martinez as well as Michelle Guerrero. Uh, yeah, I've been doing comics for about three years, um, and it's, it's so much different um, for many reasons. Obviously the scale, um, the technique, the tools, the method, um, the, the amount of time it takes to, to create something like this, um, the fact that you have to consider the actual like place that you're placing the art upon it's just totally different like uh, I feel like comics are so easy you know well they're not they have their own difficulties but you know you can do them in isolation you don't have to worry about public scrutiny in live time um, I just kind of see comments or weird messages and I can I can control that uh, but here it was a little bit different you know this is uh, this is a neighborhood this is a community you know and when a community sees something like this happening they're interested you know whether it's negative or positive they have their eye on what you're doing um, and a lot of the folks here have not been shy about it <laughs> so you know I, I had to uh, face some criticism some rude comments a lot of you know honking and yelling and uh, I had to create this as I had people watching me which was very nerve-wracking especially because uh, murals you know they take a lot of time a lot of uh, a lot of editing, a lot of um, 
It just takes a while for it to look like something. On the other hand, there was a positive aspect to it because I did get a lot of like beautiful positive affirmations from all types of people from the community, you know, all different age groups, you know, different like children, older people, you know, and it was just like very humbling and very beautiful to see, you know, people who looked like they could be my grandma or my aunt or my uncle going up to me and just looking at this. Oh. <laughs> there was a lot of that, okay? Uh, yeah, so, you know, and looking at this and I understand that my style is not conventional. I know it's not for everyone and like, you know, it's comic style, brought on large scale. So it's a little bit different, you know, um, regardless of the community it's in. But it, it's, it's really nerve wracking to put my kind of style of art in like a, a border town community, you know, like a predominantly Latinx, Chicanx, Mexican American, or just Mexican community. Um, but to see like folks tell me like, oh, it's beautiful, or oh, what is the meaning of this? Or oh, thank you so much. Like in Spanish, it just, I don't know, it just made me feel like I was doing something right and it was really beautiful. Michelle Guerrero, also known as Mr. B Baby. How, how did you start with urban art and with murals? I was always an artist, a painter, since I was a little girl, and I wanted to go big. I've always had this fascination with having my art like big and to give it back to the community, and so I just started to spray paint on wood panels and get the hang of it and eventually it led to, to this. What are the difficulties of making a big scale artwork on the street? Well, on the street, it's very unpredictable, the type of environment you're going to be working in. There's going to be people coming in, people might vandalize. On, when you create art on the street, nothing's ever permanent. It's a temporary thing, but the reason why I love to create murals on the street is because I feel like I can really share my art with the community. So I'm originally from Chula Vista, so San Isidro has always been pretty close, and it's always nice to paint in areas that I'm familiar with. I grew up coming down here all the time, and I just, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a piece here finally. I painted a lot of murals in LA, in Chula Vista, I painted in Puerto Rico, Miami, I painted in Texas, um, I painted in Australia, and the list goes on. <laughs> um, my name is Mary June. Um, my first experience was um, my dad actually had this wall in the house that was going to be torn down, and so that was my first time doing something larger than a 12 by 16. So it was about like maybe eight by eight or almost 10 by 10. Um, so that was my first time ever doing the girls in larger scales. Uh, they have a title called The Weight of Memories. Um, and I've been making them since I was roughly 15 and in larger scale when I was 18. Yeah, because of my dad's wall. <laughs> And so the girls are actually very surrealistic. We see some realistic features, but they kind of branch out to more um, organic features. And a lot of the tendrils and a lot of the shapes actually are from the sounds that I hear. A lot of it is from the energy that I get from people around. My main idea was home. Like, what does it, what do I want to see when I'm going inside a home? How do I feel when I'm home? 
knowing that this is turning into many homes for many people. Um, so I kind of wanted to keep it soft. I wanted to keep it more rounded edges. Um, so I brought in the two girls that are sort of a metaphor for entering the mind. So when you go home, it sort of represents like going back internally, having to um, just kind of be inward when you go back home, you get to rest. And when you're coming out, it's almost like coming out of your mind. You're now exposing to new things. So I kind of loved, this is probably my favorite part, is the archway, um, because it sort of represents and going in and out of yourself and into the world. So. Hi, my name is Jorge Mendoza. Uh, I'm an artist uh, currently living here in San Diego at the moment. I started making murals by doing uh, hand-painted signs uh, in, in different parts in Mexico. San Francisco, uh, LA, but mostly Mexico doing signs and then from there growing, you know, to bigger, to bigger walls. For how long have you been doing murals? I've been doing murals for about five years maybe, but more I've been doing my own artwork for around 10 years, maybe a little more. Nest Murals was a studio, it used to be the Nest, it was a studio where I, I did a lot of work, a lot of personal work, and also had people come to the studio and, and just kind of like have a creative space freely. Uh, and then that place closed down. So then I just kept the nest part, then just turned it into mural. So then the studio became the streets. So this mural, uh, I was supposed to work with, with some students from uh, a recent survive. They weren't able to make it because of the COVID situation, but it was, the mural was, is meant to be, you know, like a, going through these times right now, making it, making it like a, a happy, like a happy uh, environment and also growth, you know, and, and hope for the rest of the year or the year to come. Yeah, so those were some of the participant artists on this project. We still have most of the murals on view, on, on the street, and people have responded really good. We have received a lot of comments, and they look awesome. Let's talk about Nativa, Reflections of Mirrors in Movement. It is a photographic exhibition that we are projecting on the gallery's facade. With the participation of Yvonne Benegas, a photographer from San Diego and Tijuana, currently living in Mexico City, Chata, a photographer from San Diego, also Start Evil, a photographer from Hermosillo, currently living in Mexico City as well, and Aimee Serret, a photographer from Oaxaca, Mexico. Nativa showcases the work of four women artists reflecting in their photographs a sublimation of the natural, or in other words, a transformation of what it means to be natural and the nature of things. Whether discussing about the politics of gender, talking about identity and resistance, the absorbing technology in our most essential being, or having a conversation about the poetry of nature, the photographs in this exhibition are mirrors in movement, ideas and concepts that are evolving in time and space. 
and are being rethought and reabsorbed by us as a society, proposing a way of being, coexisting and redefining what ourself could be in the natural flow of things. We had a conversation with Yvonne Venegas. She came to San Diego, she visited the gallery, and we actually have the full interview on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't done it, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Front Arte Cultura. So here is Yvonne Venegas. This extract of the interview is in Spanish. Pues mira, la serie se llama El lápiz de la naturaleza. Es una serie que, que, que empecé a, como a principios del 2018, que normalmente es el tiempo que tiene de duración mis proyectos, pero en este caso como que yo tenía muchas ganas de, de volver al retrato. Eh, la verdad es que te cuento así como que el, 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 este, los primeros experimentos que hice en esta serie fueron por una invitación que me hicieron a una galería en, en la Ciudad de México, así nomás como algo muy divertido, de haber, haz un homenaje a algún artista que te, que te encante y, y vamos a hacer una exposición de, las, de, de todos los homenajes de todos los diferentes artistas y yo hice un homenaje a Helmut Newton. ¿no? Y el experimento cuando vi las fotos me fascinó, me pareció como... como me recordó que algo que a mí me ha encantado siempre es el retrato y el retrato femenino era, siempre fue lo más natural para mí porque digamos que mis primeros dos años me los eché retratando nomás a mi hermana gemela. Entonces, eh, volviendo a cómo se volvió una serie, es que cuando vi las fotos sentí que era un ejercicio que me interesaba explorar, uh, como revisitar estos estilos fotográficos y de alguna manera apropiármelos, ¿no? porque obviamente no era apropiarme imágenes específicas, no, lo intentamos un par de veces y, y era como ni el caso, pero de alguna manera el mood, ¿no? como siempre volverlos a mi mirada, ¿no? esa, era, esa era la idea. De lo que, en lo que se tornó es como una exploración acerca de la pose femenina, y especialmente viniendo de imágenes donde los hombres habían tomado las fotos, ¿no? Como tratar de ver qué pasaba cuando, cuando actrices y yo hacíamos una reinterpretación, ¿no? Me gustó, especialmente empecé a trabajar con actrices porque es una, se vuelve una colaboración como muy interesante y, y ellas tienen una, como un control de su cuerpo y un control de su imagen y obviamente con, he aprendido a dirigir, la verdad, eh, trabajando con ellas. Y bueno, otra exploración que sucedía en la serie también es eh, yo haciendo la pose masculina. No, el, el hacer la pose masculina era otra forma de apropiarme de lo masculino, de nuevo. Era como siempre es como buscar cómo apropiármelo de la mayor cantidad de veces, ¿no? la mayor cantidad de veces y de formas posibles. ¿no? Y, y bueno, al final como que yo lo que quiero que haga el libro, porque lo que quiero hacer a, a, para inicios del año es tener ya la primera como versión del libro es que puedas, se pueda como cuestionar la posibilidad de que a través de la pose si el género puede ser fluido, ¿no? O sea, que podemos hacer un juego entre las mujeres y yo de que la pose es, al final es un juego, es un performance, ¿no? Y, y, y tratar de, que, de a ver qué pasa, ¿no? Al final. And now we're going to listen to Aimee Serret. Aimee is a photographer from Oaxaca, She presented a series called Memorias Organicas, Organic Memories. Uh, the interview is in Spanish. Espero la disfruten. Hola, ¿qué tal? Mi nombre es Aime Serret. Soy fotógrafa y soy de Oaxaca. 
Memorias Orgánicas es un trabajo que lo he estado haciendo desde 2016 hasta la fecha. Es un recorrido por el cual a través del tiempo y la evolución de lo natural ha ido marcándome como persona y a la misma vez me ha hecho pensar mucho en la representación de un concepto que tenemos, ¿no? Pienso mucho en estas imágenes surrealistas de Graciela Turbide, que en su misma imagen el sujeto o la acción hace que pueda tener como una poesía visual. Eso es lo que me llama la atención o intento retratar en mis imágenes. Al momento de que las veas, sientas o puedas recordar o sentir algún poema, algún momento en el que simplemente hayas sentidote pleno, hayas sentidote a gusto, conforme. Un poco de lo que hago en Memorias Orgánicas es justo eso, ¿no? Pienso que también desde muy pequeños nos han acostumbrado con la idea de un concepto, de una estética, de, de lo que debemos de creer o no. Y trabajar con la naturaleza en diferentes partes de México, con los elementos que tiene, observarlos, ver con el paso del tiempo cómo la misma materia sigue teniendo esa esencia pero a su vez va evolucionando y solo la altera. Parte de eso era también el irme moviéndome y buscando nuevos lugares. Estas fotografías están hechas en diferentes partes de la República Mexicana, como son Oaxaca, Querétaro y Baja California. Estos tres lugares logré encontrar una similitud en sus montañas, tanto que la misma esencia y su profundidad inmensa de ser, al paso de hace 10 años, que fue como que conocí estos lugares hasta la fecha, su evolución me llamó mucho la atención y por eso mismo he intentado retratarlas. Esto es un poco de mi trabajo, espero que lo disfruten y que las memorias orgánicas sigan creciendo en nosotros. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So now we're going to share some exciting news about what's going to happen in this 2021. Uh, to begin with, we have an open call for artists. Please visit thefront.casafamiliar.org. This open call is for the Dia de la Mujer exhibition, this time curated by Ingrid Hernández. Also, we want to share that this year we are starting an education program, which is kind of the continuation of the Art Dozen program. Um, we are going to focus on the creative side. So we're going to have a small group of artists uh, training with us, learning from us, and finally showing their work with us. In October, the gallery is going to be 15 years. So we're going to be celebrating our 15th anniversary Hope you join us in this big celebration. Hope the world is in a better position so we can be together in the same room. And um, we just started a series of video concerts. Uh, we had uh, A Love Electric as the first band 
playing in these video concerts. We also had Andres Martin, and we just uploaded this video from Andres Martin, so you can find both on our YouTube channel. And we're going to be releasing more videos this year, uh, amazing videos with amazing musicians from different parts of the world, but also from the border region, Tijuana, San Diego, Ensenada, Los Angeles. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Front Arte Cultura. Thank you, everybody, for your support in these very difficult times. Hope we can keep working together and hope that we see you soon. So we're going to leave you with this song by A Love Electric. The song is called Losing Touch and hope you like it. See you soon. Ooh. Mm -hmm.
My name is Ale Ruiz Tostado. My name is Francisco Morales. Thank you and see you soon.